are live. Hi. Hello. Welcome back to the Not Your Average Nice Guys podcast. This is Dan with my co-host Colleen, and we are excited to have Heather from Bloom Farms here today with us. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Heather from Bloom Farm. It's so great to have you here. It's very exciting to be here. You were actually one of the first people we thought about. When we when we when this podcast idea came about, you were like one of the first people that were yeah. like, "We want to talk to her and see what oh, it's like thank to." Thank you. Yeah, I've had a lot of firsts with nice guys. I feel like you know that's so funny that because Adam was just saying the other day to me, telling me that you, I think, and Drew from Valhalla were his the very two first first two vendors that he did business with, and he said you were even training maybe on. Like, yes, you were. Yes. Ja- it just started with Bloom when you guys were started working together. Yes. Nice Guys was one of the first accounts that I worked with, and it was pretty much just Adam and Dan yeah, doing yeah, everything. Yeah. Back in Tam Valley. Yep, exactly. And now it's just grown into such a big organization. It's wonderful. <laughs> well, can you can you just tell us a little bit about your role in the company that you work for? And yeah, just introduce yourself, maybe how you got into cannabis. Sure. Um, So I work for Bloom Farms and I'm an account manager. So very similar to like a sales rep in any other industry. Um, I work with retailers and sell them Bloom Farms products to carry in their shops or delivery services. Um, I've been in cannabis for a long time. Prior to Bloom Farms, I lived in an amazing town called Covalo what we like to refer to as an island in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> Take this crazy mountain road off the 101, and eventually you get to this cute little town. Wow. Uh, yeah. So um, when cannabis became legal, I quickly <clears throat> realized I was probably not going to be able to compete on that level as a cultivator. Mm. It was like a fun <clears throat> hobby, but not something I could do professionally. And decided I really needed to focus on what I actually enjoyed Mm -hmm. in the industry. Uh, Coincidentally, Bloom Farms was holding a job fair at the New West Summit. It's Uh just like something I saw on Facebook. Like, oh, what the heck? I'm still like harvesting weed on my last round, hanging stuff up to dry. And I go down to this job fair. And um, that's really where I learned a little bit more about Bloom Farms, met the team. And from then on, I just started working with them. I really started as a brand ambassador. So it's um, you're in demos, just informing people about the product and really talking with customers. And then eventually um, worked my way up to becoming a rep. How, when did you, when was this that you met with Bloom? This was in like... October 2016. Wow. I believe. <laughs> yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so great. I have to say, Heather is one of the very top reps that I work with. I love my reps and my vendors in many, many different ways, but Heather is in a league of professionalism that isn't, you know, Whatever. You you could make it on the outside. <laughs> That's so nice. I'm definitely going to play this for my bosses. <laughs> no, you really are. It's a, it's a pleasure to um, to work with you. And, you know, we sell a right. tremendous amount of bloom. Yeah. yeah well, really. it's, it's helpful when you really believe in the company that you work for yeah. and you, like, love cannabis. <laughs> you, 
Yeah, you guys are. I love what you guys are doing with all the public public works and the the um, the donating of the food. And last yes. year we we merged with you guys to do the uh, the food bank. Yeah, so it's are, nice. You guys, guys are... came, volunteered with us while we celebrated um, our initiative for World Food Day, and we um, went and bagged up meals at the San Rafael Food Bank. To date, I think we've donated over 1.6 million meals wow, through this program. Yeah. Aww. So for every Bloom Farms product sold, we donate a meal. We partner with, I believe, nine food banks across California to achieve this mission. Um, and we also do volunteer work at these food banks. That's incredible. I mean, that's what this industry needs, right? To legitimize itself because it has such a heavy stigma that if it's, I just, <clears throat> I think it's so cool to see cannabis companies getting out there and presenting their best face. And that's exactly what you guys are doing. So I appreciate that as a marketer in the space. It's, I mean, that's what we need. So thank you and thank you, Bloom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great initiative for sure. Yeah. Nice. Um, so when I, as we were closing up the shop tonight, I walked in and on a conversation, you better have mm. held it, Dan. Oh, I got <laughs> it. I would I've know because I knew there was something juicy. Well, I was, yeah, I was just, uh, you know, reiterating the, what you've already said about Heather and just how she's an all-star vendor. And if everybody were like her, like it would make a, like your life easier, Scarlett's life easier. And, and their and company's lives easier. One hundred. Yeah. yeah. And I do realize that sometimes. It's not the then I know it's not my rep's fault. I know there's so much going on behind the scenes, and they're keeping a really good face forward. You're such a with such a mature company, mature in this space company. I mean, you, there's no question that you can feel that behind what you're doing. Bloom Farms is about to celebrate five. It's five year anniversary. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. So I mean, that's we, like ancient. Right. Exactly. In the legal right, world. Right. Well, right. Exactly. You guys are one of the known brands, right? Just absolutely nationwide. I would say, right? Is that in my correct and say We um we've actually launched in Nevada, and we have plans to launch our THC line in other markets across the country. Nice. So. Um, we're already pretty recognizable, but um, it's just going to be a bigger brand soon. Right on. Um, so the second part of that uh, that little piece there is just uh, Heather, after <clears throat> after telling her just how amazing she was, I wondered what some of the like horror stories were, if, if we had any, or just like if we could give an example of things you wouldn't do or things that you see that people come in here and, and do, or, or maybe that you've heard of. It doesn't have to be here. Do you have anything that... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's funny, right? And, and I will say, actually, I do understand. Like I just said before, I know sometimes my reps are are um, at the mercy of the company that they work for and some of the shenanigans that go on behind there. And they have to, they have, yeah, but yeah, there's a rhythm to to your, to what we do. And I appreciate, you know, I don't know. I'm so used to, in my previous life, there was a very big pattern of what I do. And this is why I covet my Sundays working here. I love it. It's quiet. Nobody else. It's just the drivers and me. I can do my inventory and I can do my ordering and I can get a feel for what's happening during the week. Um, and I know that if I place an order with you here, I'll get it here. I know this pattern with you. Right. And that is really an well, amazing... Well, the feeling is mutual, like completely. I mean... Um, Everything that you appreciate about me and patterns, <laughs> I 
100% appreciate <laughs> about you. It's the, we're a very new industry. Yeah. And I mean, something I love about cannabis, and I'm like a testament to it. Like, I did not come from a corporate background. Mm. And Which I literally. super surprising <laughs> to me. You actually seem like one of the. I lived yeah. on like a mountain and barely yeah. had internet access before this job. But I'm really passionate about cannabis. Yeah. And I. I know what I'm talking about because I use all the products. Um, But it's, I love that um, there is this like upward mobility in the industry Mm -hmm. and that you can really like, if you're passionate about it, you can make something out of yourself with some, with a lot of grit and hard work. Right. But um, with that comes lots of eccentricities and, um, you know, just, um, I, I, I barely knew how to use email before I came to this company. So, you know, oh, I try to God, be... Oh, um, love you I, even more. You wouldn't believe Google Docs. Like, I had no idea what I was doing with that stuff. I, one time, deleted half of a very important shared Google Doc between <laughs> our entire team with lots of information on it. <laughs> and so... um. It was somewhat recoverable, but um, a powerful learning lesson yeah. in how Google Docs work. <laughs> <laughs> this is all what I love so much about being able to be to work in this industry. I love that y- this was all brand new to you, and he, I don't. Yeah, I love that there's so many different kinds of people who are bringing their skills of what they do have, and then trying to freaking figure out what they don't. Yep. And I think the you can tell this was this is what I will say. You can tell the difference between the people who are maybe they're stumbling, but you feel their heart trying to work it out right. all the time. Right. And the others that ha- are so it's a, it's uh, too cookie cutter. It there doesn't feel like a heart behind it. Right. It's, right. Yeah. And then the ones that are I'm jealous of those that are it's cookie cutter. This is what I will say is so many people think that. We're just like getting high all day and it's such an easy job. And no. honestly, you have to be passionate about cannabis to really do this because. Because yeah, otherwise, some... what is right? Yes. No, 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 Exactly, right? There's go so many crazy else. things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like you'll be happier just selling some insurance or something. Mm-hmm. It's um, You will run into crazy things that don't even make sense, but you just go with the flow in this industry for sure. Well, uh, our listeners are probably going to get annoyed with me saying this because I say it almost every episode, but we're building the infrastructure right now. And one of the one of the neat things about this is it gives so many people an opportunity, right, that may not have had a corporate background or they are just new to this business world. What it's doing, cannabis is, it's, I believe it's one of the, if not the fastest growing industries in the world. And that's producing a lot of jobs. So there's a lot of people out there that are able to reap the benefits if they're gritty and willing to work, like Uh you said. So it gives people opportunities that otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity. Like it it would be hard to walk into, uh, you know, one of these fortune 500 companies and with little background and then be able to grow and like, well, a get that job and cannabis allows you to start somewhere. Like for me, Mm -hmm. like I, I started, I've started with nice guys just volunteering, right? And then I became a delivery driver and then social media, like marketing guy. And then it was the marketing, social media and marketing manager. So it's, 
there is so much upward mobility. And with that, like I said, comes with the responsibility. And, and we, I don't know, I just, I think the cannabis industry has the ability to, to guide all the other industries <clears throat> into the future, right? And yeah, I just, I'm really passionate about that part. So I think that's really neat. Yeah. We're definitely making an imprint. That's for sure. Absolutely. I think we're kind of like the last American dream in a sense. It's really one of very few industries that you can get in at the bottom. And mm -hmm. if you like really work hard, you can get to the top. Like there's not Amen. that many. Yeah. And we're not asking for MBAs here. Right. Yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. We're asking for a lot of it is a bit you're really like a truly love of the plant. And when you do love the plant, you're like, all right, whatever, whatever you need me to do. You need your drive. You need me to build that you need me to move that gotcha right there's so much is changing in <coughs> cannabis every day i mean if you just looked yeah. at like dabs and concentrates the terminology mm -hmm. is just every three to six months there's like some new things you know yeah. new qualifiers and it's really hard to be to claim yourself as an expert in anything in cannabis because it's the infrastructure is being built yes. um so it yeah. should be motivation for people that um, really, anyone can get in there and do this and grow with the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's still federally illegal, so there's so much opportunity coming. Yeah, right? yeah like, so totally, true, right? totally. That's, I mean, one of the great things about cannabis is um, a lot of these people that have federal ties don't really want to touch this. So, like, all these crazy um, big boys that right now – Sort of, we aren't really playing against. Mm -hmm. You know, you have these opportunities to get in, prove mm -hmm. yourself, and grow something before the whole federal wave comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So That's I've an interesting point. I've got a question for you, Heather. On from your point of view, what are what are some of the like horror stories, or maybe some of the like maybe the gratifying moments of going to these delivery services or these dispensaries, and um, you know, just being in your role, like what. Yeah, like, elaborate on that a little bit. Oh, well, <laughs> the unique thing about cannabis, I suppose, is that um, we can't just call UPS mm -hmm. to deliver our product. <laughs> so uh, there's that aspect. And then oftentimes, you know, cities aren't going to relegate their most prime real estate to their green zone, mm -hmm. often in like an industrial zone or tucked back in some weird area. So <laughs> <laughs> with those two things combined, I have been to some very interesting offices. Oh, God. Um, okay. You know, and so you just go with the flow. I mean, it's, I think the one good thing about cannabis is that every move you make is tracked. Mm -hmm. yep. Everyone that you're working with is like thoroughly vetted. Yeah. You know, right. but by multiple different <laughs> councils. Mm -hmm. And so, um, as much as of a pain in the ass as it may be, it is um, nice to know that like you're kind of tracked everywhere you go mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that. Um, something happens everybody's gonna know we have fun cameras everywhere yes. and right. um, GPS devices but yeah it's it can get uh, very interesting out there there's a lot of crazy offices and crazy industrial parks all over yeah. the city 
Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You got to just, you got to do what you got to do. And I can only imagine even, um, so before 64, <laughs> I mean, even like yes. a year and a half ago, yeah. what you were dealing with. Yeah, those days were so different. And um, honestly, it for all of the um, complaints that people may have about 64, this is one thing to remember of like, uh, I wasn't being tracked and monitored then Mm -hmm. and like yes we had a vetting process but it wasn't Mm -hmm. it didn't go through multiple agencies Mm -hmm. like it does now Mm -hmm. and um it was a very different time that's for sure yeah yes well even for the plant it was different right because the the now like the plant is the the testing practices that it like has to go through and it's it's a safe product at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and at 215 like it was still safe, but it didn't. It wasn't as regulated yeah. like it is today. I look back on some things in two fifteen that just make me laugh now. Like, yeah, I would go to dispensaries that were making edibles like in the back. Oh, you know, and then just Girl. like food flavoring them and putting them out, which is like fine and great, and maybe you do have a great recipe and you have your dosage down, but. I don't think anyone in the public could really trust it. Like, if you got something that you thought was X milligrams and you got way higher than intended, well, that's just what you expected off of a homemade Mm -hmm. edible in, like, a Ziploc bag. (laughs) Um, And now Mm -hmm. we have a product that's, like, tested, and it's better for the consumer, too. Now more people can try these products. I agree. Yeah. And we can talk about it too. Right. I, you know, when I'm talking to my kids about cannabis too, we can talk about milligrams and we can talk about what that means. And Totally. Yeah. Cause that, that's helpful, especially when it com- came to edibles. But yeah, I mean, even in the company I was previously working for. Yeah. Yeah. Things right. were a fun guessing game. It was back a fun then. guessing game and you we know? did our best, but there right. were, it was all real vague. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You must have seen, so you've had the other point of view of me as I've seen vendors come and go you've probably seen a lot of retailers that you loved come and go or how have you how have you felt like in your territory people fared through um all the 2018 measuring sticks to be totally honest I think nice guys was one of my last like big partners that I was excited for them to come back on. Mm. I think mm-hmm. I, I, I pr- might regret saying this because someone else will pop in my head maybe, <laughs> but like um, for the most part, everyone that I had worked with last year made it through mm-hmm. some a little later than others. And there were absolutely some people that I knew weren't in it for the same reasons mm-hmm. and weren't going to be around <coughs> this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that I'm pretty proud of what um, all of my regions have done. There are definitely some. I mean, I live in Napa County, and they've been very restrictive. Yeah. Uh, so I'd absolutely like to see that come back online. But to be honest, we didn't really have a lot of dispensaries or anything in Napa County prior to this, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. it will come in due time. Um, but everyone, I, I, I'm of the fact that like I wanted to see everyone that was operating a strong business mm-hmm. prior to legalization obtain a license yeah. in the new year and I, th- I think most people have that's good and it'll be great to see other regions expand yeah. but um 
you know, some people got to watch and wait and see what happens yeah. and then copy off of those. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, and just the financial burden too, right? For a lot of people. It's, we were, we got the opportunity to interview Danielle O'Leary on Friday. Yeah. She's uh, the director of economic development, Santa Fe. And <clears throat> we talked a little bit about the labs, the licensing and some of those, some of the equipment for labs were like $50,000, just a piece. And in order to get your state license, you have to have that equipment ahead of time. So there's some, you know, San Rafael specifically, there's at least one license out there that, um, you know, they, they needed, they, well, it's, it's, well, they, there's, yeah, absolutely. The, they couldn't get funding because they didn't have the license, but because they didn't have the license, they couldn't like get, the exactly. Equipment. So they right. were, it's, they were, or they were stuck between I a rock mean, and a hard place. Process. Yes. Oh, sorry. Absolutely. There was, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you guys had the same, a similar situation. They're like, well, you can't have a license till you show us that you have a place to operate. And, you know, so you're stuck paying rent on a space for who knows how long while everything's up in the air. I mean, it's tricky business, you know, it's, like you said, yes. <clears throat> the uh, same with the retailers. It's, it's gritty. I mean, we are not, uh, we didn't, no one came in and no corporate company came in and brought it, right. all of this in. We have incredibly clever owners. It's brilliant. Yep. And, uh, that's how we are, where we are really smart moves and so much blood, sweat and tears. Lots yeah. of tears, for sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sweaty. all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of laugh about this whole, like, Green Rush concept because mm-hmm. it is wildly expensive to operate in this space. I mm. mean, no matter how bare bones you want to be. And yeah. um, lots of fines that just keep coming. Or not fines, but fees, fees. that keep coming. Everybody's got Fees, lots of fees. I saw a, just for like a local municipality, one branch, a tax receipt that one of my accounts displays proudly in their office, Mm -hmm. and it was like $33,000. And that wasn't even the, like, any of the big organizations. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You have to pay to play. You have to pay to play. You have to. I will, it is, it's been fun watching, watch it, but when the people, when you've caught your, the momentum, it does feel like people like Danielle seem to be standing on the sidelines and saying, yep, we got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Are you, I I don't know how to explain that better. I I mean, um, that interview with Danielle was so reassuring because she's so, she's on the outside, right? Technically. But she's so supportive, and she's so supportive of the people in the city, but she's also really supportive of us as people and what we're doing. And um, she was there to hold, sort of hold just when you were like, I think we're going to make it, okay? And she's yeah. like, okay, we'll keep the doors on. We got it. We got it. Go, yep. go, go, right. go. You know, and we, you need that per- those people to walk or run us alongside you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Heather, so can you talk a little bit about your day-to-day, like what it looks like, your job and stuff? So the thing I love the most about my job is that it's different every day. Um, But my job primarily just um, revolves around calling dispensaries, emailing. If I really have to, if they make me do it, showing up at the back door of the (laughs) buyer's office, 
you know, just whatever it takes, basically. Do you, um, are you still um, getting new accounts, or are you or like? I, I can't imagine. I a mean, new account doesn't. We have. Um, I've kind of relegated it to my coworker, but yeah, you have a lot I'm of crazy and I'm competitive, and so yes, I would say that. I uh, true. I'll never probably stop like going out there and talking with people, but um, yeah, I'm a little, I'm I, I'm been a little busy with it and honestly it's been kind of slow in my area fortunately most of the people that existed prior to now are already online yeah. and there's not like yeah. a lot of it's already a, yeah going. yeah it's going. yeah exactly yeah. um but yeah so I will just visit dispensaries or talk with them um really uh, our inventory is always changing so partially um you know because of we work with small farms and we do these small batch things partially because um, regulation is so fun. Um, but yeah, and I'll go around and collect orders and then oftentimes personally deliver them. <laughs> yep. Uh, we're not lucky enough to get Heather. Yes, there. yes. Um, it so is sad when too many weeks go by and we, I, only, I, and we yeah, only have the I know, distributor. I know. Again. I need to like put more of at a rhythm a, in I it. feel like at least yeah. once a month we need right, to right. do. All right. All right. <laughs> That's a good, like, a good beat Just to for it. Our own right, happiness. exactly. What is, what is your range? Like, what's your region? Where are you? Well, I cover a enormously wide range. Um, I work from Hayward, essentially to the border of California, wow. but I, I don't cover Sacramento or um, the city, Vallejo. Mm-hmm. So it's you know I kind of like a donut thing okay. going on. Yeah, right on. Yeah, right on. I like that. <laughs> but Marin is like I will never leave Marin. It has such a special place in my heart. Like We'll never let you leave. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Deals. Um, but no, it's just, I mean, this is was like truly one of my first regions that I built. I started managing accounts with. And this is a special, it's been, it feels like it's been a special hard one area all, all around Marin from Sausalito to Novato and everywhere else in Marin. I mean, it's been very um, patient people, patient operator. <laughs> Marina's been interesting. It was yeah. like um, going to um, a few city council meetings and stuff. I mm-hmm. did not realize the landscape that you guys were up against yeah. pre-legalization. I, I mean, it's like this is where 420 was born. Mm-hmm. You'd think everyone would just be cool with that. It and was a really interesting time going to Yes, there were so many antiquated ideas yeah. going around. Yeah. And um, I'm really happy to see that the city has, like, come through yeah. and recognized what, like, April an asset you could be. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. April 16th. Uh, we yeah. are recreational. I can't wait for that, but I bet you guys cannot. You know, there's a part wait. of us that are, like, what, what? What yeah. happens? What's up? I yeah. mean, no question. Today, Sunday, we were open what eleven to seven. I had five expired recs and two. I don't have a medical card. Customers, um, enough like that. I'm really right. excited for that That's to go away. Although explode. we will also be medical, so we'll have to check to make sure we'll have to check age on everything, which we're right. we don't have to now. I just have to know that they are Oh totally. But um yeah, I think uh, we have a lot of tourists that come through, hey, I'm down at Cavallo Point or Buckley yeah. or a beautiful evening looking at the Golden Gate Bridge, right? So um those are finally gonna be ones that we can answer. Those calls can be ones that we can answer. I do feel 
I'm super excited. I'm going to say this right now. I'm super excited to get the city out of our backyard. Like, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, no question. They, you know, the. So, someone with a license in the city for recreational can come here yes. and make a recreational sale? Yes. yes. That's absurd. And yes. It, is, it, it was brutal. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, you know, I. San Rafael, for Danielle's just Danielle. smart, and she understood, and the operating was going fine. It wasn't like some fiery right, ball of, of hell that was happening, and so I think she that was she was ready to push it forward, and so I'm really excited to be able to serve because the 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 one or two companies that are really big that are coming in here, I feel like we we're 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 competitors. Let, right. Let us ha- let's take care of Marin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. And we want to give back to Marin. We want this to be um, an open conversation. I love having an open conversation with the customers about what they want and it's a conversation even just the ordering this dance I do with the customers and seeing what I bring in that they love or what they reject or Of course. Well, yeah. on that same note, like I don't know if the other companies do this, but you're great at that being the buyer. Like you are always saying like, "Hey, if 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 you're a customer and like we don't have something that you want, reach out. Let me know, and we'll find a yeah. way to like we'll serve your needs. We I do I try to it, you know sometimes it ends up being if it's a if the thing we're not carrying it ends up being you know I'm sorry I, they're making me buy a case of twenty four you right. know and, and I can't bring it in. But sometimes I have established relationships and I can um, finagle a special order here and there, and I <clears> I love to do that for people. That that's to me what nice guys is about really like being able to serve everyone like let me serve your complete stoner and let me serve your sweet grandma who would just need some cbd like i got you all the way in between <laughs> i feel like both of those are definitely your cut i mean that's i hope so happened. i yeah, want yeah. i want people to feel comfortable we're nice guys. excellent yeah um what do you think are like some of the newest trends that so that's interesting because i was going to ask you what you guys are doing next, but my customers are, what are they embracing that we brought in next? I, I do have a loyal concentrate customer and it's very fun to have that online conversation with them, if you will, because I love to bring things in and I know they watch the site enough and they scoop them up right away. And I know I did right. Oh, concentrates (laughs) people. That's like the ultimate weed nerd. Yeah, yeah. Right. and like yeah. Oh, yeah. they're getting that box, That's so they can right. put it on the Instagram. That's right. Or even I, you know, uh, we have this customer who we've we've got to have him on the show. We've referenced him so many times, but um, Bill, he's such a weed nerd, and he just discovered concentrates about a year ago. Oh, we were talking cool. about flowers, and actually Adam went to his house and helped him delivered his order and helped him figure out a dab rig. And he's never looked back. Oh my gosh, that's why you guys are the nice guys. Yeah. Like, that is so above <laughs> and beyond. I love it. Yeah. Customer and for he, life. Um, he dabs CBD. He's talked to me about a lot. I, I'm using CBD in a way I've never used it before in sort of bigger doses um, because of his research and what we were. Yep. So it's been a really wonderful, It's that's really cool. Yeah. I love that very much. So it's fun to see um, with the Concentrate customer what's new. That's a great question. I am. A, well, I ask that question literally every day. What is new? What is new that's coming? And where? What are we missing? I'm not really sure what we're missing. Oh, you guys have a great selection. Like, but even in the industry itself, what are right. we missing? I'm not sure because I see the same. I get emails and calls daily, and mostly I see the same. Right. That's this when a new innovative product comes along. I get so excited yeah. about it. But it's. 
you know, it's a hard thing to improve on. How many different ingestion methods can one create? Right, and does it matter? Because then I go back to, which I've talked about on this podcast more than once, I like the, also the lines where it's got a super high CBD, it's got a THC, a maybe one to one, and you craft your dose, you figure it out. And then, you know, I think that the customers are coming to a great point now too, where they want to experiment mm-hmm. for so long. It's just that we've had a lot of these people that are like, don't complicate me with all these crazy details. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll just tell you what I'm going to use this for. Help me. And, and I, that's the definition of bloom. I mean, that's the definition of the customer. And especially, God, I mean, I would say uh, your customer, when it comes to nice guys, runs all the way from, I mean, I can have a, a customer whose order has, you know, some guild shatter in it and, you know, maybe a heavy hitter's cartridge. And it also has the bloom nighttime because that's what makes Papa go to bed. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, I, I, I am, uh, I am you are such a staple that I don't always notice how quickly you guys right. sell out of here, but you turn out of well, here. So amazing. Bloom farms is, you know, in a time of instability. <laughs> we hope farms. to bring some stability no, to our you, customers. You <laughs> absolutely do. And even your flowers, I, absolutely. you have been really steady in being able to provide those three Kings that are absolute. People and get addicted. They all have their strain. Yeah. And I hear about it. Yeah. If there's any complications yeah. along the way, but it's been nice to provide flour that customers can just rely on. Like, all right, maybe the THC is going to vary two or three percentages, but I know it's going to have this flavor profile. I know it's going to be on point, and I know I'm going to feel this way when I smoke it. Like, yeah, exactly. it's valuable. Well, and that's it what we need, valuable. really. I mean, that's no, that's completely. an very important part. It like, is, people need and to know some people don't. I have I have experimenting customers. And right. I have, I mean, we, obviously we, but right, I right. feel very personal about them. Um, customers who want to experiment and customers who just like, no, I want my Bloom Farms, blah, blah, blah. And I hadn't, I want to have a balance in here of, you know, indoor, outdoor, lights up, blah, blah, blah. And um, you, you've you been the steady light and I've yet to find my steady light, although we've got some good, you know, got some, got some good stuff in at the moment. Some but, contenders. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but Bloom Farms is um, a good reliable and 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 not in the way that like like that three kings at 30 whatever oh, was yeah. like oh, oh. Shit, all of them so are good. all the strains they're they're it's real <laughs> yeah exactly the blueberries the uh the blueberry um the blueberries, blueberry the blueberry haze. Haze. yeah mm, great it tastes haze. so good yeah. like it's oh. ridiculous so <clears throat> um we uh we rolled a aante miss this guy we need aante get back up here soon Hey, Ante, roll the Can joint, right? Can you come up right? for 4.20? Please. It'd be great if you could come that week. I guess this probably won't be out in time for that, but we, is, we need you, Ante. Is his favorite skunk berry or is it the blueberry? Skunk berry. So, so I love he, you know that he rolled uh, this amazing joint. It had skunk berry, it had the blueberry haze, and I think it had something else in there. The blueberries stood out amongst everything, and it was nice. like amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with your flowers. And honestly, like, most of these episodes, Bloom Farms has been brought up because we usually we consume Should before. Should we do like it's... a corporate sponsorship type thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I don't know. I think I've smoked Three Kings at least once, if not twice, and I've brought it up because Three Kings I'm is telling the you, best sativa. Like it's not a sativa, but it gives it's you definitely that a hybrid. Leaf, yeah, I mean, yeah. I would I steer customers if who are looking for a sativa in that way too, if they don't want the haze. Yeah, 
I like that one a lot. Oh, she's so good ah. too. <laughs> what do you can I what do you, so what are you looking for in a flower? Like what what do you like? Uh, do you like more of an upper? Do you like a, a chill high? Personally, I so I never look at the THC content ever. Mm. I don't really. You're a purist. And <laughs> yes. It's so good. I just don't really use it as a barometer yes. for mm-hmm. my high. Um, I mean, sure, it's like a one <sighs> part of it, but it like I, opens the door. But there's yeah, so much stuff to guide. But um, personally, I never have a problem with just taking a couple more hits. Of a low potency something, I look solely for flavor profile. I probably could just pick what I want blindly. Like I just, I love that. Yeah, but and I, I personally just like really gassy, skunky, Kush mm. style strains. Mm-hmm. I like to say something that um, if I have like a brooch in my pocket. Everyone knows. Uh, yeah. That's the kind of weed that I like, you know? This is super stinky. Yes. Um, yeah. So for me, the Three Kings is my favorite. Yes. I'm also a Dosido fan, too. Yeah, we smoked that tonight together. That yes. was lovely. Yes. You rolled a joint. You're literally the fastest joint roller I've ever seen. <laughs> I've, I've seen BC roll a fast joint, but you just knocked that out in like a second. In the old days, I was at a dispensary that had a joint rolling contest. I'm sad to say I totally melted under the pressure. Oh, I know. That's not what cannabis is I need is to get about, back into right? it. Because, like, I could do this. Yeah. Isn't cannabis about just smoking the joint? It's all okay. Now <laughs> it's about, like, rolling yeah. this crazy cone with, yeah. like, attachments. I'm ashamed to say that my... You can't I, do it at all? I'm, oh, I can. But I, I, might, I might as well say I can't. It's, they're Does bad. Does it smoke? It smokes. All right, you're good. I appreciate <laughs> That's that. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Right. I appreciate that. Now you that. can just buy like a million cones and just stuff it That's, yourself. Yeah, or... it's typically what I do. Yeah. But Have I'm you... surrounded with all these amazing joint rollers, so there you go. You so know what I mean? That's what we should do on our like practice. You know, like on our lunch break. We yeah. should just Teach have some salad right? and just like <laughs> yes. roll it up. Like the old days, yeah. When people used to have salad and yeah. make joints for their dispensary. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what's next for Bloom? Do you think? Oh, um, we have um, an exciting launch coming of our Bloom Far- Bloom Farm Sustainable line. So it's mm. going to be um, some beautiful hand selected sun grown flower that we really? straight to my heart i love i love <laughs> wait till sun you grown. see it we have some beautiful strains picked out and <laughs> so in november bloom farms launched an initiative initiative to have half of the farms that we work with either be women owned or operated mm-hmm. i was gonna ask you about that yeah That's amazing. i'm really just dedicated to inclusivity in this industry and um Doing something a little different. Um, and so through that time, it's been amazing. I've met some amazing women oh. cultivators, and we're um, really making an effort to source flour from them, as well as materials for our cartridges. Um, so you'll be seeing the Bloom Farm Sun Grown line coming out very soon. Oh, good. Okay. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. I It's, uh, it's fun to, like... W- work for a company this is the first cannabis company i've ever worked for and to land somewhere that was so perfectly aligned with what i wanted to see in this Mm -hmm. industry um and a company that like inspires me is so fortunate because 
there are not a lot of companies like this. I was going to say, no. you know, I, I will also say it's possible I don't know everyone's story of all their companies. I, I'm lucky enough to see you in person a fair amount and t- talk to you tonight. But that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty uh, innovative and pretty amazing that you guys have the foresight and the flexibility because you are a mature company sort of in this space that you can move like that to do that, already start to embrace back the... Totally. We do it within our company as well. I mean, we have a number of people that started out at one level and have really risen to the top. I mean, um, we have not, like, replaced any um, higher-level employees with males. I think I need to edit that one out, actually. We've done some cool stuff. We've done some great stuff within Bloom Farms, and actually, um, they've really dedicated to making it a focus to bring up women within our organization. Excellent. Well, I mean, hey, we're going to go back to the infrastructure, right? Bloom Farms is leading the way. I mean, it's so important that women are are included in this conversation in this industry, and I think one of the I'm am su- surrounded by women in this industry, yeah. you know, like and I at this table you at, are at this not table, at this company necessarily. not at this not no not necessarily, <laughs> but we have Monica, we have like I'm like we do I yeah I yeah I appreciate the women in the space. <laughs> I love Adam. Don't we? All? I remember, like when Monica came. Oh, and right. she <laughs> yeah, you know. She, I love yes. that. I can yes. feel it everywhere. Yeah. Those two make yeah. the perfect combo. They're per- it's, it's, yes. They complement no. each other yeah. in all ways. Like, um, it's just, the, yeah, they're exactly no, it's the what it takes to, like, there's yeah. no question. 100%. Yes. Yeah. So. What, so, back to when we were talking about what's new, when we talked, what would you want to see in the market? Like, I, I, I don't know. I have yet to see something really, really, really new. I kind of like even going back to the old. Like, I'm happy to have Nasha Hash in here. Yeah. I'm happy to maybe go back that way. Is that more interesting? What do you think? I love... Like, what's interesting to you as a consumer? Um, I definitely think there's a lot of nostalgia coming back to cannabis. Yeah. Before, like, you couldn't give anyone Blue Dream or sour diesel. Yeah. And now people are like interested in it yeah. again, you know? Um It's fun to bring thing, back yeah. the 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 old when I get, yeah. have a chance to bring in a Blue Dream right. or a Jack Herrera or even we even got to bring in actual Candyland. I don't know how they got <laughs> right. but they were able to right. call it Candyland. Um, uh, something that will be exciting to see are some brands that maybe even did get licenses but just haven't been able to make it through all this mm-hmm. but we're smaller independent brands i think it'll be exciting to see some of those come back yeah. every now and then you get someone that you're like yep oh my gosh mm-hmm. hey so and you're it. like so happy to support them because you remember them when they were just like one person doing demos at mm-hmm. stores all over the bay yeah. and packaging there's and couple, manufacturing there's yeah. a couple from when i was at my previous company that i would hope i hope they pop up Right, and the, I I'm, I still see stuff randomly, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it takes a long time and a, a lot to yeah. build a brand or to operate legally. And when you have a really strong brand that you're so personally connected to, and you're not willing to sell it to some um, huge mm-hmm. Canadian corporation, it takes a long time to get everything just right, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. So I'll be excited for that stuff. I don't know. I'm not creative enough to think of like 
Yeah. What will be the new thing? I wonder, yeah. What does like does it matter if it goes farther away from the sort of what the plant is? For me, I'm old school. I love flowers. I I mean, I like everything and I everything kind of has its place. Sure. But um, Yeah, because different things support different people. Right. And I absolutely see that in here 100%. Well, I mean, personally, it's like I want to eat an edible on a certain day for a certain reason or I want to dab for a certain reason. But if I had one thing forever, it would absolutely be flour. Mm -hmm. Um, Me too. Yeah, yeah, that's like the end all be all. But it's, it's really interesting to see new products come online that will introduce cannabis to new consumers. Yep. Like I come from mm-hmm. a family where almost no one consumes cannabis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe a chocolate bar isn't for them. Or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, this ingestion method isn't. But maybe someday mm-hmm. something will come that okay. they'll be okay with. That yeah. will feel like it's yeah. comfortable for them. And... New cannabinoids. That's some exciting mm. stuff sure. that's going on too. Certainly. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Like THCV. Yeah. And there's just all these crazy effects that we can get from cannabis. I'm not even that in touch with it, but um, yeah. Really interesting to see how we can guide the effect in a different way than just like the typical one. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be it'll be really interesting to like fast forward ten years and yeah. see what see what this industry looks mm-hmm. like, right? I mean. They just was it uh, Cam? I I can't remember who it was that told us this, but they you know they in cannabis you know the CB1 receptor and the CB2 receptor, but they've actually they found more. There's more than just those two, and <clears throat> it's just that we don't really know much about them yet, right? So ten years from now, like we're gonna know so much more about cannabinoids, terpenes, right. receptors, how it all works with our bodies, and. Um, We've only discovered the whole endocannabinoid system, like... It was in the night. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. not that it, long yeah, ago. Yeah, it wasn't long ago. our <laughs> lifetime. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. So from what I understand, like, even a lot of um, older doctors, like, they mm-hmm. don't even know what that is. They've never right. been medically trained on it. And so I'm sure even in research, similar ideas. So got a lot to learn about what I can cannabis see does. I can see all of that. I have started this own experimentation, me personally. I, when I first started, before I even started working in the industry, I realized that um, I took a 20 to 1, I took a 1 to 1 that really helped my anxiety and thought that a 20 to 1 would be better, even better. Right. But the 20 to 1 gave me so much more. I like lost it. I remember even emailing the company going, gosh, what did I, you know, da da da. And she did say, she's like, you're a part of the population. It's, CBD is biphasic and sometimes um, can give uh, anxiety in low doses. Oh, I my mean, gosh. Is that ever in any of this press or anything? No. Yeah, right. So I sort of wrote CBD off. Like, I, I knew that it's good for me, and I loved taking different mixes where there's CBDA and THCA and use it as a supplement. And then just recently, I had access to some, um, I think it was Care by Design's uh, 18 to 1, 20 milligram capsules. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just throw this back and Mm -hmm. see what happens to experiment with the customer. And I woke up and I was like, oh shit, I feel better. (laughs) And interestingly enough, um, Bill, one of our customers, had just some personal physical issues that he was working with. He's been experimenting with much higher doses. And then another customer of ours who use who actually is the rep for Aunt Zelda's, Nick, 
said he had access to some really high CBD and it changed his night's sleep. It was like he'd never slept like that. So anyway, I just decided, so I'm on, I'm taking like 60 milligrams, sometimes 80 milligrams a day right now. And I feel amazing. It may not last forever. And it's just an experiment. And I I know that I'm lucky because I work here. It's all at my fingertips. I get a company discount and I can do this and I can experiment. And it may not be forever, but I'll tell you the, I don't know, lots of things have changed in my life, even after like a week of doing this. So it's very strange. And for some people, it's five milligrams right. who make them feel like so relaxed and happy. Yeah. So what do we know? Like, I feel like, like I know nothing. Experimental, um, just trying it out and seeing how you feel. And I mean, there's so much with like body chemistry. I know. And, uh, it's, how do we know? Yeah. It's so bespoke. Bespoke right. is the perfect word for it. It's, it's getting nice. better, at least in terms of like accurate dosing, you know? I mean, at least, exactly, because then you can measure. You're like, oh, great. I know this is how I felt on five milligrams. Great. I can, let's try 10 and see if it was better and we can back down. So you can mark it. Mark, yes. Not market it, but mark it in a journal. <laughs> keep, I think keeping totally. track of it, I think this plant asks you to be pretty present with Someone it. needs to Absolutely. make an app, I feel like. Mm. Cannabis tracking app. Yeah. Let's delete that part yeah, out. Yeah, I know. The and then they- in the Bay Area, there's plenty of it's, developers around here, yeah, right? Yeah, right. So. Please, one of our customers, call us, 911. <laughs> <laughs> we need the nice guys tracking app. Yeah, it's so, it's like a wild world out there of um, ingestion methods and, um, you know, the type of concentrate yeah. it is and like all these factors that match up to provide the high that you will look to achieve and hopefully once you find what you like you know you can replicate it easily but sometimes it's a trial and error type thing yeah and <laughs> changes maybe too like whatever yeah. works for you tolerance yeah yeah yeah, Fun yeah. Stuff. yeah. <laughs> um any crazy stories you want to share i do love a crazy story from a vendor <laughs> Because I'm a mole person who stays inside. It's always fun getting <laughs> Colleen out of the out of the office. We always have a good time. And I by the way, I have one, but I just gotta think. You can, um, you know, re- the people can remain nameless. Right? <laughs> oh, they definitely will be. Um, oh my goodness. Well, while you're marinating on this, is actually a question for both of you. Are there with the development of the industry, are there concerns or things that you guys have seen that you would like to see go a different direction or or maybe not concerns or maybe mm. there's things that you guys appreciate that the, you know, the BCC is doing and um, you, you would like to see more of? Is there anything that comes to mind? I, I can say for me, I don't know as much, I don't know anything really about farming, but I guess I would hope that if, for me in the industry as it moves forward, if I could ever, if I could put a wish to the stars, that the, that the farmers who are trying to make it, whatever needs to ease for them to make it better, I, I would say for that, because this plant, when it's happy, is at its best, and the farmers deserve whatever, you know? So I would say at its very base, where it all starts, is the the good fortune of as many farmers mm, as possible. I like that. Yeah, I, like I really that. feel that way deeply. None of this fucking matters without them. We don't have a podcast without the farmers. N- n- none yeah. of this. This table I mean, is building nothing, right? It doesn't matter without them. Just everyone that yeah. 
literally risked their life yeah. to get us to this point. Like, I sincerely hope that they also get to enjoy the fruits yeah, of these exactly, labors. Exactly, exactly. Right? But there's a reward for them in all yeah. of this at some point that I would wish that for for I, sure. And I think right now our the consumer is just kind of realizing what cannabis is in general and learning about access to it. Yeah. So I definitely hope that in the future, as people um, really look into brands and understand their purchasing power, they um, look to purchase brands that also support this mission, Mm -hmm. that have been in this industry for a long time, have done this pre-legalization and who support the smaller cultivators and vendors that are also trying to make it. It's a great, Mm -hmm. great message. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And as far as things we don't need to see, Jesus. I mean, I don't need to see any more gummies. I'll be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really. There have been a lot of gummies recently. Like, really, like, (laughs) if you, really, I, I love you all, gummy people. But I don't know. I mean, I I don't need to see as a buyer another set of gummies. I don't think. Oh, I'm glad you didn't say pens. <laughs> no, because there's no, a that, lot of those as I, well. That, and that, because I am not a. Right. That's not my primary or really even my secondary choice. Yeah. I don't. I don't claim to be very knowledgeable. So yeah, I yeah. will serve that community. You tell me. Right. What I totally. Need. Yeah. What? I would like to see. Yeah. This isn't on the industry I'm sorry, Daniel, so were much. We ta- were you here? No, I'm not. <laughs> this sorry, isn't on the like industry so much, but so much, uh, I would love to see the social media gods ease up on on cannabis. Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, you guys had like a terrible um, we had thing. Th- we need like a good name for it. It was like the Marin Apocalypse or something. It was oh, the the Instagram yeah. Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. I swear, I there's been times where like I like to call, I like to say I have like social media PTSD. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think you did. For I a bet. While. Like, but at the same time, it's forced me to like step out and 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 look at everything from a <clears throat> a wider view. And it's it's I think it's definitely helped me approach marketing in this space. But it would be really nice to go on Facebook and then be able to pay for ads and like reach our target audience. But right now, Facebook will, they're teasing me. They're like, hey, do you want do you want to boost this post? Do you want to promote this? I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and then, no, <laughs> I can't. And then I like, and then, uh... I, and then in my more naive days, I'm like, yeah, let's do this. All right, I go to do it. And then they like, they reject it. And they're like, nope, you can't do that. But they'll still say I can. They'll still be like, hey, boost this thing. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, there's, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of like, there's no guidebook on any of this, no, on any no, of the No, 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 yeah, like, yeah. There's so, no mentor that can teach you how no. to, like, not get your Instagram deleted. Or There's so many things of this that are, like, these little eccentricities that are like, God, oh, this should operate like any other business or, at the very it's least, like funny. alcohol, know, right? right? And no, because nobody has to worry about their entire life's work being deleted in one day and they don't shut down we got (laughs) we got shut down this summer i have heard nothing from instagram we had you know like 2500 followers at that time uh, did both of the other two accounts who got shut down in marin also but open back up or only one um only one only one the other also remained shut down interesting Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) yeah um 
but it's but here <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you tonight. one of this like this <laughs> a condition of this scenario right it's it's a marketing tactic people will get their competitors taken down yes. they will right so that and it's it's yeah. Wow. PTSD low. guys. That's PTSD. why I like to see people who have been operating for many years um dominate the space because one thing that has been really sad to see in the new year of legalization is a influx of this like corporate mentality. I mean, everyone thinks this way to an extent, but like um just these crazy tactics of doing business that like would probably be normal in any other industry, but in cannabis, we really... It's different. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> all these years, your success was really measured on, like, your product, and people had integrity, and yes. it didn't matter what you had. Like, if a dispensary didn't like it, they weren't going to carry it. Yes. Right? And so now, um, just seeing these crazy things, like reporting people to Instagram, or, like... You know, just doing whatever it takes to get on people's menus, and it's, I hate seeing that. Like, I, you know, I want the strongest to survive, and, yeah, like, no, because of I integrity. Agree. I think we have some, I, I think we have some really good-hearted brands in here, You too. guys are great, yeah. And honestly, you have a lot of brands that are, like, um probably took you a minute to find and bring in, you know, and like, um, it's amazing. I appreciate that. And you carry like all kinds of people that you supported way back in the day or, you know, like some of your other flower partners, it's like they were a strong partner of yours Mm -hmm. and then they had to go through their challenges and maybe it's six, seven months later, but they're in it now. They're ready and you're ready to buy it. And like, that's great. I love to see that. Yeah. Oh gosh. Absolutely. I mean, Adam's got the base of all yeah. of everything that's here, and then I just sort of build off what that he set like a web, like a yep. groundwork right. with a vibe <laughs> on it. And you know, I've maybe expanded the medical part a little, right. but and I and I feel like he's helped me really understand and expand the the um I don't know recreational part right. of it if you want to call but maybe not whatever the more um high dose and all of that it's just a world I wasn't yeah. as familiar with oh he has great taste god I yeah, know he totally absolutely. gets it yep. he's the yeah he's the nice guy right he's <laughs> at the web it's and true it really, nice it, guy it is it's like this strum it's like this vibration and I'm like okay I got it and I'll go out and buy with that so <laughs> yep. amen to that yeah all right so well uh what's up? Yeah, I think we're we're coming to the end here. Is there any parting words or anything that you want to leave us with or something that you would like people to know about Bloom, perhaps? I mean, we've covered a lot already, but... Yeah, we've um, really covered kind of the heart of what Bloom yeah. Farms does, but like I said, I'm just so proud to work for a company that um, embodies all the things that I want to see in cannabis. We truly partner with small farms and highlight what they do we don't just like buy their material and then turn it into ours i'm gonna interrupt you for one second because i think it is easy especially with bloom to look at you guys because you are mature look at you guys as one of the big guys so i'm so happy that you have said everything that you've said it reminds me too what a sweet yeah thank you thank you great company that you are because it's i think it's easy to chalk up some companies as like oh whatever totally totally and And we um we are established and we are statewide yeah. and 
nationwide eventually. Well, you have but a good heart. We, You're a benevolent yeah. dictator, and I'm totally. down with that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, and honestly, like a lot of the partners that, that we bring on, we have the same mindset with them, and mm-hmm. it's just um, you really we we lead with example. Um, yes. We shows. do have it's a bigger lovely. platform than a lot of other brands. And so we hope that if we set the bar in this way, other people will emulate that. Um, But yeah, just, you know, I'm really proud of our dedication to inclusivity. I'm really honestly a testament to um, Bloom Farms' dedication to bringing up females within the company. I started as a brand ambassador who couldn't email and now, you know, and um, (laughs) now I'm just, you know, I'm doing a lot of important things and really getting to live my passion with the company. So it's great to see a company that doesn't just say one thing, they're actually doing it. Um, And I'm so proud of our uh, one-for-one meal program. We've done like 1.6 million meals. Nice guys, you were super (laughs) helpful in not only volunteering, but also every purchase in Marin County goes to the SF Marin Food Bank. They're all... um, locally based so all of your purchases go directly to your community yeah it's amazing it's really cool yeah Thanks, and i'm so happy to be here i'm like mm-hmm. honestly i get so nostalgic all the time with the nice guys we literally used to just meet in this one living room we still have yeah, the same table yeah, though you know right the same table splinters and all <laughs> but, <laughs> but um yeah it's just grown into a really beautiful organization and you guys are the same. You really represent what I want to see in this industry. Um, a community-based retailer with a passion for providing like the best service to their customers. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, that's a wrap. We did it. All right. Okay, what's this about?